Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 42, the two types of people all empaths must limit their association with. In this episode, you will learn all about the two types of people that are highly toxic for empaths and how to limit your association with them. Hi, guys. Welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the two people that you should really limit your association with if you are an empath. Yes, and I believe, and Lindsay believes, everybody has empathic abilities. So I feel like everybody should pay attention to this. Yeah, so if you're like a highly sensitive person, you're always tuning in to different people when you walk into a room or when they walk into a room, listen up. Yes. So, where do we start? We already well, know the two, the two main people. We do, and we've experienced a lot of different experiences with these type of people Mm -hmm. so this is what we're speaking from we're speaking from experience and a lot of you as we talk about these two types of people you're going to resonate i feel yeah and And you're going to realize that just how Lindsay and i did we realized that we were people pleasing these types of people that's so true and it was draining our energy and that's the biggest thing i believe is you think you're doing something good for these types of people and it's not saying these two types of people are horrible. They're not horrible people. They may, some of them, well, one type might do some horrible mm-hmm. things. But, you know, that's a whole other story. But anyways. Yeah. It's, it's a, a thing to be aware of. And I think once you're aware of it, sometimes it takes you going through rough situations to become aware of it. But hopefully we can save you the trouble by sharing. Yes. So, we'll name the two, but then we have to go into detail with it. Mm-hmm. So, it's needy people and narcissistic type people. Yes. And all human beings, really at the core of them, it's all love. But when you're not aware that you are these type of people, then it makes situations very difficult for the people experiencing you. Exactly. Because it's very hard to see the picture if you're in the picture. And the way our brains are designed is our brains will see what we believe and what we want to see. So these two types of people, you have to have compassion for them because they don't know what they don't know. Just how Lindsay and I, we don't know what we don't know. We see the world how we see it, and some beliefs that we have may not be true. Yeah, and I feel like over time it kind of changes in your life. Oh, it does. You start to think about the things that you were thinking about before that you were focused so much energy on, and then you could shift it. Exactly. But who should we start with first, needy or narcissistic people? Let's start with the needy. Okay. (laughs) So when we think of a needy person, you think of a person that... may even have the biggest heart, a heart of gold. That's what kind of gives you this feeling of, oh, I want to be friends with them. I want to be connected with them because they do have a heart of gold. And I want, as an empath, I want to help them and give them compassion. But they don't know that they're sucking from your energy because they don't, they're not aware of the self-love that they could have for themselves. They have to take it from other people, which leaves you completely drained and them filled up. Exactly, because they don't know how to fill up their own cup, mm-hmm. so to say. They don't know how to generate their own energy. And on, I believe a lot of these acts are unconscious, like we yeah. were saying. And um, since they don't know how to 
generate their own energy, energy, they unconsciously suck other people's energy, um, the intangible form yeah. and physically by always needing things. Yeah. Like always like it's it's the type of person to where when you call them, they're like, I haven't talked to you in a long time. You know, and it's like we all have those types yes. of people. It's not saying these people are horrible people. They're not. Once again, but um, it's frustrating yeah. when you call somebody and you're like, well, it's good to talk to you. It's like, okay. And, um, and some needy people can be very passive aggressive too. Yes. That's another little thing that you may see. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hmm, I wonder if this person is needy. They don't have to be passive aggressive, but I notice that sometimes because they have big hearts but they're afraid to actually share what they're really feeling. Exactly. So they're passive aggressive and it makes you feel shameful, like you're doing something wrong. And when you, and that's actually put it on yourself too, you shouldn't feel ashamed if you really know, wait a second, this isn't about me. But when you're in the middle of it, you could feel ashamed because that's happened to me where I'm like, wait, did I do something wrong? And I have to check in with Tony. And Tony actually has gotten frustrated with me at times and he's like, Lindsay, quit it. Like you're not doing anything wrong. And you need to stop thinking like that because it's nothing to do with you. And we all need that person in, their, in our life because yeah. um, once again, it's hard to see the picture when you are in it. I was riding my bike the other day with my friend Bob and he was telling me things about myself that mm -hmm. I already knew, but the way he said it, it woke me up because once again, I was in the picture and the way he was articulating it, it woke me up. I was like, wow, that really is the case. Yeah. And um, so you need those type of people in your life to really, you know, because because a lot of times these needy people, they could be family. They could yeah. be friends. They could be people that you really love. So that's, I feel that's what creates a lot of the guilt is if they're needing something and you know it intuitively yeah. as an empath, you could sense it, you could sense they're, they're sad because a lot of needy people, they really, they have the empty feeling, you know, a lot of them are sad, right? Mm -hmm. That's why they're needy because they need. Right. Um, that energy so you feel bad for them but here's the thing if you enable that behavior you're not going to help them at all and it may look like you're helping them in the moment because you're satisfying their need for being needy but in the end you're not helping them at all yeah it's like a temporary fix it is it's kind of like a drug addict it's like okay the drug drug addict they need money, they're all frustrated and everything, and they're cussing you out, blah, 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 blah. You'll see it on Intervention. I watch Intervention. <laughs> yeah, we watch Intervention all the Sometimes, time. Sometimes, and um, it's usually like a grandma, and the grandma's like, all right, uh, Sonny, here, here's $100, but you're gonna buy Burger King with it, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Burger King costs $100. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but that's it's the same way. They're enabling shitty behavior. Yeah. And uh, it's not a good thing because you're keeping that person sad much longer, actually, rather than if you were just express your truth to them in a loving way. You don't got to be an asshole about it. And those people that are needy are very intuitive, whether they know it or not, because they know exactly how to manipulate situations. They do. A lot of them are empaths. So yeah. let's look at that word empath. Just because you're an empath, it doesn't mean you're a good person. Or, yeah. or not, not, I don't like that good or bad person. I it know. doesn't mean that... Um, you're doing things in an effective way. I'll right. put it that way. So, or morally. Or morally. Yeah, exactly. Correct. So, um, exactly. Yeah, I think that, I feel like when we have these conversations, it's real. It, it's really happening and we're making people aware. But at the same time, listening to this, this is my people pleaser all of a sudden coming back up from a couple of years ago, is I'm thinking, oh, we're sitting here talking about people that are 
making, I don't know, in quotes, bad choices or not being a good human being, but really it's just making you aware of these people and these yeah. situations. So. And the thing is, if, if this resonates with you on the negative side and you feel like you're the one being needy, yeah, start to change it. It's like I always say in this podcast, it's not a bad thing to recognize something negative or whatever mm -hmm. that's not effective in your life. Just change it. Just right. own up to it. That's the biggest thing is like owning up to something. There's so many relationships out in this world to where if the dad or the mom or the brother and sister would just say the truth, it would mm -hmm. heal it. Yeah, me and Tony do that all the time. Oh, yeah, and it makes we, us each other frustrated, but it's, it's the most it, effective way for us. In the moment, it's frustrating, but after, it's something that's awakening. And especially if you're in a relationship with someone that's like your soulmate, then you're going to push each other's buttons to make you aware of something that you need to be aware of. Exactly. And this um, needy per you could go. No, go. I was just saying, this needy person could be your husband or soulmate. Right. It could be your wife. It could be people that you live with, which makes it a lot harder. Yes. Especially if they're paying the bills. Yeah. And I, I think with us, which is good, is we're so used to being independent that Tony will ride his bike and I'll do my thing and then we come back together. So we don't, you know, I used to say, oh, this would complete me if I was with someone. But really, if you're completed with another person then you're half of a person. You're half of, of who you should be. Or you're needy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you need somebody else to complete you, and this is, once again, not to point out being mean to anybody. It's just, I feel it's the truth. Yeah, it is. You're needy. It's frustrating. That's why it's important to be yourself and be comfortable with being yourself and then meeting someone. And if you're already in the relationship and you're feeling like, ooh, I need to backtrack, just be aware of what you can do. I think a lot of people think, well, how can I help my partner be better towards me and not needy. Instead of doing that, you step up and do the thing that would help you to spend time, like get a hobby, pretty much get a hobby. Exactly. That's a big thing. Like do something that you love and get out of the house. If you want your partner to walk with you outside, you start walking. They'll end up catching on. Exactly. What you want other people to do, you should do. Yeah. I'm thinking of the book, The Kamari Method. Um, it, well, she talks about the KonMari method. It's the magic art of tidying up, if I'm getting the title right. And mm -hmm. I love that book. And she talks about how she would go into her family members' rooms when she was younger. And she would go and clean up and throw out their stuff because she was trying to organize the house. And she's like, it never worked. And what she realized later was when she started cleaning up her stuff, it was like a domino effect because they were watching her do it and there was something with the energy that shifted mm -hmm. and I treat every situation like that. So if you want someone to do something, you start doing it. Exactly, because in the end it's all about intention and energy. So when you're cleaning up your room, you're putting out the energy of cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up. What does that attract? Cleaning up, cleaning yeah. up. When you're cleaning other people's room, you're putting out the energy of, oh, I'm frustrated, I gotta clean up their room, I gotta clean up their room. And you're putting out a different kind of energy that doesn't attract necessarily yeah them cleaning up their room right you're more doing enabling behavior so now it goes with the needy thing so if you're needy. finding other people being needy or if you are one of those people and you're thinking oh my gosh i want to feel better about things start taking time to be by yourself and know that you don't have to recharge off of other people because that's exactly. what needy people do they they feel the need to be recharging off of other people they may recharge off of other people's problems they may recharge off of um, other people's excitement um, 
they'll do it in different ways. So just know exactly. that. And a solution to this is self-care. One word or two, is that two words? I think it's, it's, it's one hyphenated, hyphenated word. Hyphenated. Self-care, which means taking care of, in my, my definition, taking care of your thoughts, your body, your soul, your energy, everything that has yeah. to do with you, you're taking care of it in ways that work for you. And exercise and meditation and massaging and anything that centers yourself. That's the solution to being needy. If you start to figure out ways of being that allows yourself to generate enough energy for you, you're not going to be needy anymore. Yeah, that's very true. Let's move along to the next one. This one is one that, I don't know, the word, I don't even like it. So if you're narcissistic, if you're a person that really has no care in the world on a conscious level, I feel, for anyone else but yourself, I feel like that's the definition of being a narcissist it to is. me. Yeah, and words can be very different. Like people define them differently. Yeah. We're more talking about people on this thing that really just, like Lindsay said, care about themselves and they're not concerned about anybody else mm -hmm. at all. Like literally, I feel like it's like you got the, what the empath over here who feels everything and is very caring, who might mm -hmm. do some negative behaviors and you got the narcissist on the other side of the spectrum who just does not give a crap about anybody but their own needs, mm -hmm. which cause them to be needy actually too. So some narcissist will be needy as well. Yeah. Actually all, I feel like all they of them. They fuel off of yes. helping, I'm putting quotes, helping to control people. Yes. So they'll actually, they'll actually help people but it's for their own need to control the situation or to control um, letting people know that this is, they're helping. Exactly. So they're not really doing it to help, they're actually doing it because they want to feel in control of something because they're not in control of themselves. Exactly. That's what I've witnesses, witnessed with narcissistic people. It is, so like the act that they're doing might look similar to an act of a loving person, but like we all know, it's the energy you're doing it with that matters. And with narcissistic people, they're doing it to satisfy that need in their mind of, wait, if I do this, then they'll do that for me, and then I got my need. And it's a lot of manipulation where they'll actually twist your words. And I've seen this outside. Luckily, I haven't really come into contact direct with a narcissist. I actually haven't experienced it myself, but I've experienced it with a really good friend of mine that she was sucked into something because she's such a big hearted person. So what happens is the narcissistic people will get attracted to people that, uh, they'll prey on people that have that big heart. And, and that's the thing. Because their number one thing is how can I satisfy my needs? Right. And then it makes sense, right? Oh wait, look at that lady, she's got a big heart. She'll do whatever I ask. And what I noticed was too, is words will be interchanged and it will make the empath, the highly sensitive person, become so self-conscious of, oh, did I do something wrong? Or am I not doing something good enough? Because that's what they're telling them. Exactly. So if you're listening to this and you've experienced a, a narcissistic person, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. It's a dangerous, dangerous situation. It could be very bad, actually. Yeah. And you can get hooked into staying with that person because you're on a roller coaster ride. So you're going up and you feel on a high. They get you on a high. They know exactly where to get you. And when you are on a high with them, it lasts for a short amount of time. And then you go down and you start feeling down about yourself. And then you go up because you're recharging your own energy aside from them. I've noticed this. 
But the moment you're on a high by yourself, something's wrong. There's always something that comes up like, oh, you're not doing it exactly how you should do it. And then you go down. So you feel insecure and there's this up and down roller coaster, roller coaster ride. Yeah, and it's not like life is up and down, but this is like, bam! Like this is like yeah, the most it's mind games. This is like the craziest roller coaster you've ever rolled on. Like it doesn't even exist, right? Physically. And I, do you feel like narcissistic people? I don't know. I feel like there's different phases in people's lives where I, I believe always people can change if they really want to. They can. But they can. Like narcissistic people, it's the same thing as empaths. I don't feel like they're evil people like some i know we could have a debate with that and all that but me personally in my heart i feel like everything is designed and it's supposed to everything's happened exactly how it should for the growth of everybody and everything in the universe and the narcissistic people are just part of this and in my opinion they're still love they can change and the only like the best way they can change is by everybody just speaking their truth mm -hmm. because if they start hearing the truth more and more and more that you know, you keep planting seeds and eventually something manifests. Yeah, but never fight with a narcissist because you will never come out on the other end of the, you'll never feel understood. No, that's, that's their game. Feel. That's their game. So it's like they like to suck you into a debate Yeah. because they have power. And then you think, oh, am I wrong? But it's not about right or wrong. It's just about, I'm not going to allow this energy into my energy field. Like I'm done with this conversation and you walk away. I think that's that's a very important thing, don't you? It is. Yeah, you just totally cut it off. Once you feel like what you what you're saying, and this goes with any conversation, what you're saying is not being heard or it's not being effective. Yeah, you cut it off yeah. right away, and you get out. Yeah. You know, which we 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 we're pretty good about, but maybe we could get better. Yeah. Sometimes, but no, it's so true. I, you have to cut it off, or else you start to play their game, and they're going to win every time. Right, and it's not. I feel like sometimes it's so easy to go back and forth with someone because you want them to understand you, but not everyone's going to understand your viewpoint anyways. So what's the point of trying to get someone to understand? Exactly. You share to express, but not to be understood. And that will actually change everything for you. You'll feel less strained with it. Anything else we need to share? Well, just to close this out, I would say to just become aware of this. Become aware of your own habits and um, we all have different times where we, we are a little bit more needy. And if you feel needy yourself, realize that you're not doing enough self-care for yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not a needy person at all, but no. I still have times where I'll have moments to where maybe I didn't do enough self-care that day or that week or whatever. Maybe we were very busy and I start to feel needy and that's when I know like, okay, wait, I got to go generate my own energy so I can bring energy to the conversation and not come to the conversation to take energy. Yeah. That's so true. And if you're trying to figure out if if you're in the presence of people that are like this, needy or narcissistic, think am I energy energized and frustrated or energized or frustrated. Think about that. Because if you're not energized, you're probably frustrated and drained. Um, and that's when you know that you're surrounding yourself a lot with these types of people. So we hope this episode gave you some sort of feedback for your life and got you thinking about who is surrounding you. So we hope it helped. Yep. And we will see you next time. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. 
If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.